What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 424 here on Tuesday, December 20th. We are counting down the days till Christmas, and as we get closer to Christmas, the border crisis continues to get worse. We now have tens of thousands of illegals pouring across the border every single day. There's really no end in sight. Luckily, late last night, the Supreme Court issued a stay on the removal of Title 42. Yeah, that was good. But that doesn't really solve the problem, as that's been happening <laughs> time here. <laughs> and we we have a situation here where it's basically falling to the states to keep these illegals out. You have Texas and Arizona both erecting essentially temporary walls made out of shipping containers just trying to keep this flow of illegals from coming across. And the White House continues to basically deny that it's a problem. The president doesn't go to the border. They don't care. They deny that it's a problem in the press briefings. Here's what uh, White House retard Karine Jean-Pierre had to say uh, on Monday during her press briefing. Take a listen. The fact that the uh, removal of Title 42 is happening in just a day or two doesn't mean that the border is open. It just doesn't mean that. Uh, when Title 42 goes away, we will go back to Title 8, uh, which allows for a process to make sure that people can have their own asylum claims heard, and those who do not have a legal basis to remain will be quickly removed. That doesn't change the process uh, that we have been moving forward with since day one of this administration. I mean, you got to be kidding me. She is just... We should do a greatest hits, you know, offer dumb sound bites. But uh, but I know that's going to be like a months long project, though. With that, Kevin actually just made that, and I'm not sure if it went out today yet on on social media. Let me take a look. Yep, actually, we did. So, oh, next, listen to this. Two minutes of this is just in the last like few days. The greatest hits of Karine Jean Pierre being an absolute moron, especially related to the border. Look, we're surging, uh, we're surging uh, resources to the border. We have surging uh, resources. Department of Homeland Security is surging resources. They are surging resources to the border to surge re resources uh, at the border. We are surging, uh, surging assistance to the border. If they are serious about this, if congressional Republicans are serious about this, they would take the, take this up instead of doing political stunts. Republican Congress are serious about protecting uh, the border. If they are serious, uh, Republicans in Congress Congress are serious about securing the border. They are serious about securing the border. If Republicans in Congress are serious, if congressional Republicans are serious about this, especially congressional Republicans, uh, to help us with what's going at the at the border, if they they are indeed serious about doing that, if congressional Republicans are serious about dealing with the challenges that we're seeing at the border, uh, they will assist. Without. Uh, congressional, many con congressional Republicans assisting here. What we have been hearing from Republicans and seeing from Republicans in Congress is political ploys. They're not assisting. I'll say this, uh, this uh, one last time: if, if uh, Republicans in Congress are serious about the border, uh, then they would uh, assist. Uh, they certainly will uh, assist. Now we're asking congressional Republicans to assist and do the same. 23,000 agents, those 23,000 agents, is a that is a historic number, 23,000 agents working to secure the border. The 23,000 agents, again, the 23,000 uh, uh, agents that we're currently seeing at the border, that is because of the work that this president has done. Our force of 23,000 agents working to secure the border. 
23,000. That is historic. We've not seen that before. 23,000 agents that matter. This is a historic number of agents that we see at the at the border. I'll say this again: the, the fact that the uh, removal of Title 42 is happening in just a day or two doesn't mean that the border is open. It just doesn't mean that. It would be wrong to think that the border is open. It is not open. The border uh, is not open. The removal of Title 42 does not mean the border is open. Anyone who suggests otherwise is simply doing the work of these smugglers who, again, are spreading misinformation. We were doing the smuggler's job if we spread misinformation. I want to be very clear about that. Again, just want to be very clear about that, and so I'm going to move on. Well, did you know that they're surging resources, but actually they're not? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time they're lying to us. There's a shot. <laughs> um, what else do we got? The omnibus battle. I mean, yeah. could Republicans be any more retarded? Well, and also, I I saw they, you know, Josh Hawley's, you know, uh, banned TikTok on government devices bill. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was going to be, I was reading, or I've heard, I thought that was going to be a separate bill. They rolled that into the omnibus? I mean, that's fine. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm just saying, those types of things, like, of course, now with that in it, if you're passionate about it, like, Republicans are going to vote for it. You know? It's like, roll everything into a... No, that's not as of a reason for Republicans to vote for it. Well... The reason these rhinos... I I would, because that would just be difficult. No, no. The the reason these rhinos are voting for this is because they don't want to shut down the government. That's their... Well, that too. Yeah, that too. Is literally their only reason for voting for it. Yeah. And actually, while we're recording this right now, it looks like the real GOP senators like Ron Johnson and Mike Lee um, and a few others are having a press conference on why it's a terrible idea to pass this bill, which will spend trillions of dollars yep. on especially Democrat priorities, funding the government through October, when in reality all we should have done is pass a CR to get us through the holidays, and then the Republican House could formulate appropriations. Instead, Mitch McConnell is getting on his knees again for Chuck Schumer and is letting this pass, uh, which does nothing to help us at all, and in fact significantly hamstrings the incoming GOP House, so much so that Chip Roy yesterday sent a, a letter which was awesome, by the way. I don't know if you read it. I will get to it. Where he basically said, any GOP senator who votes for this will see severe opposition from the GOP House, so much so that anything that they have to do with legislatively over the next two years will not even get a vote in the House. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, mean, he is, he, I mean, he's absolutely right. I mean, isn't it like 7,000 pages? It's, yeah, 4,200 pages. Yeah, yeah. Impossible to read, and they're going to vote on it within, I think, 40 hours or something like that. Oh, great. So, yeah. Great. And then we got, you know, a whole, I think the IRS gets a whole bunch of money to come after us, so. We spend $6 billion to secure borders for foreign countries. Not ours. Oh, other countries. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Almost $7 billion for tax enforcement for the IRS to go after Americans. I mean, there's all kinds of horrific shit in there. And oh yeah, I mean, hey, listen, like you said, they're trying to they they see the 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 game clock running down here, and they're just trying to get everything they that they that they can get done passed, and Senate Republicans are helping them do that. So, cheers. Yeah, and that's what these rhinos are going to do is they're going to allow this to happen. I'm not quite sure why, 
but that's basically yeah. where we're at at this point. It's the gravy train, man. No one, they don't care. I mean, like, like Cruiser said, as long as the gravy's flowing, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, what else do we got going on here? Uh, the Arizona election lawsuit is actually going to go to trial. Oh, the wow. first of its kind. Um, so that's going to be very interesting. You know, I don't think it's going to have any effect on the outcome of the election, but what I think it could do is expose the serious issues that yeah. occurred in Maricopa County. And if you don't cause a stink about it, nothing's going to change. So Probably. come to Carrie Lake for, for calling this shit out. Yeah. And I, and I hope that's her mindset going in. You know, like, yeah. listen, you know, Katie Hobbs is governor. Horrible. But at least I can shine a light on you know, the shenanigans that happen. Mm -hmm. The same county again, so it doesn't happen in 2024, which, I mean, yep, we'll see what happens there. Other 2022 election news, Stacey Abrams apparently is in debt, even though she raised $100 million. <laughs> I mean... She's like, she's like the Mike Tyson of elections then. <laughs> More Twitter files just dropped today. Man. on how the Pentagon was using Twitter to run PSYOPs, essentially. Exactly. The Twitter files that came out yesterday showed that the FBI, and more specifically the U.S. government, were paying millions of dollars to Twitter to censor information, essentially. It's, I mean, this is getting worse and worse, but here's my concern. Mm -hmm. So we get all of this information, right? And obviously Twitter is different now with Elon Musk owning it. Um, it's to be determined whether he'll remain CEO or not, given recent happenings, because he, he posted that poll asking if he should step down. Well, I remember, I, I heard there are mail-in votes, so he's he's going to stay. He won. Well, so essentially, yeah, they, they were like, all these bot accounts are voting, apparently. And he's like, we're going to rerun the poll with only verified Twitter blue accounts able to vote. <laughs> so only the people that paid and support Elon Musk to vote. <laughs> that's awesome. I, that's how I like it. Um, you know, the question is, how much of this is going on at Facebook and Google? And, you know, they talk about... The biggest thing is the, the Democrats love to talk about defending democracy yeah. when in reality they want the opposite. Yeah. Well, I mean, for sure. Yeah. You know, this is, you know, authoritarian. Yeah. Well, this is using the DOJ and FBI to literally have like influence peddling, influ you know, influencing public opinion operations going on. I mean, the fact that there were 80 agents at the FBI, you know, just doing this and having this kind of, uh, I believe, a master canine relationship with Twitter is just, I mean, we all knew it, right? I mean, nothing that, like, it was shocking to us, but now we have all the documents and the hard evidence. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is what, like, Belarus and Russia do. So, yeah. Well, yeah, no, again, again, when it comes to all the, you know, Russia, Russia, Russia stuff, you want to connect those dots, calls coming from inside the house, it happened again. That's the true irony is that you know, they bash on Russia, and I'm like, well, you're acting as the Russians do in censoring information. So, what else we got? January 6th committee held its last meeting yesterday. Oh, goody. Yes. Um, total waste of time and millions of taxpayer dollars. Uh, they made four criminal referrals for President Trump to the Department of Justice, which is laughable. 
Uh, but I, I do want to go through the list here because it's hilarious. Obstruction of an official proceeding. Oh, my God. The travesty. The travesty. <laughs> Conspiracy to defraud the United States. Of what? Of what, yeah. Conspiracy to make a false statement. Oh, my God. So that means Joe Biden's going to be indicted soon. Then. Yeah. Inciting or assisting an insurrection. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh. The funny part is, apparently, the DOJ has no intention of actually doing anything with this. Okay, good. Because that's just laughable. I mean, apparently, they didn't even invoke the criminal statute authority that they have. Michael Tracy, who's a liberal writer and a, a skeptic of all this, you know, the mm -hmm. stuff, he was like, this has the legal weight of Bozo the Clown writing it with magic marker. Yep. <laughs> He's like, it's basically just one long substack screed. That has yeah. no whatsoever. Well, it's it's that bitch whore Liz Cheney, you know, and Adam Kinzinger, and the rest of those scumbags up there. Their little kangaroo court clown bullshit that they had going this whole time. A number of other people were referred to the DOJ, including Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Mark Meadows, Jeffrey Clark, some others. The J6 committee also referred four Republican House members to the Ethics Committee for refusing to testify. This is hilarious. Mm. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, Jim Jordan, Scott Perry, and Andy Biggs. And a good collection of patriots there. Okay. Well, maybe not so much Kevin McCarthy, but at least good for him for refusing to testify to these scumbags. Yeah. You know, we'll see. The, the speaker thing is going to be really interesting, and that's going to happen basically as soon as we get back. The day that we record our first episode of the new year on January 3rd will be the day of the speaker election. And so presumably Kevin McCarthy will be the speaker by the time we do that. I, you, everybody knows that listen to the show knows how much I think of Kevin McCarthy, but recently I'm actually a little bit optimistic. I think that he realizes that he has to govern as essentially a hard right conservative, yeah, that in time. order to get the gavel and keep the gavel, yeah, because he has some rebels there. I mean, I mean, I know yeah. we talked about this. Like they, they whine. I mean, we saw this with Boehner, you know, with his two elections to to speaker. You know, it's like they whine, they whine, they whine. Everyone thinks he's not going to do it, and then they all were like, "Listen, I don't like this guy, but I'm going to vote for him because I'm not going to embarrass my party." Right? Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen given Kevin McCarthy. You know, Kevin McCarthy is not John Boehner. And I, I'm just hoping that these 20 or so that say that they're not going to vote for him are just going to, are just venting for the next few days and then they're going to come to their senses. Yeah, I think so. What's more embarrassing, honestly, Hakeem Jeffries presiding over a House Republican majority or us losing to a man with a stroke yeah. <laughs> in terms of Republican defeats. I don't know. I think that one might be worse. <laughs> What else do we got? But the special counsel is still going in the background, and supposedly there could be movement on that when they get back. They're going to try to long-haul that into the 2024 election. Trump responded to the January 6th criminal referrals on Truth Social. You know, it's he. the one thing I did like is he said, the Democratic Bureau of Investigation, the DBI, are out to get me, <laughs> um, which is true. One note I will make, though, if Trump wants to get serious about running for president yeah. and 2024 he needs to get his ass back on twitter yeah nobody 
there's just not enough volume on Truth Social, and it's not going to get covered in the news, right? Yeah. Like, if he wants to make news like he used to with his tweets, he's got to get back on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm not saying that because I want Trump to win. I'm just saying that from a standpoint of, like, if he wants a chance, he that's what he needs to do. And we'll see. I think the 2024 race is going to heat up big time right after the new year. You wrote about that today for your VIP column, right? Well, I was basically like, you know, I, I decided to I stepped away from, you know, what issues need to be talked about, you know, who I want to be the candidate, all the nomination process. I'm just like, wait a minute. Let's get back to, like, the most basic thing here. Will we will we even know who's president given our the last two cycles and the election shenanigans? Yeah. I just want to know if we're going to be able to count the votes in a yeah. timely manner. And I had to be one county, Maricopa, or, you know, some county in Pennsylvania where the election workers go home, or some county out there in the West, you know, Washington, where, you know, uh, the, the workers go home. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't want to work over the weekend, you know? I mean, and then I'm just like, well, the media, you know, wonders why people question elections. Well, this is it. Mm -hmm. And every single time there's a delay, I'm sure, you, I mean, I'm not saying anything new, but every time there's a delay, like 100,000 Democratic votes are, you know, magically appear. So... <laughs> yeah, and it's true. Now, if the Brits can do 650 races and know who's going to be able to form a government, yeah, isn't that wild? Night, you know, 326 is what you need to get a majority in the in the British House of Commons. Yeah. They know that. I mean, it might. Of course, I'm not saying, you know, no one knows by like 10 p.m., but by like you know two in the morning, you can pretty much guess who's going to you know be. Working. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and they do That's the readings of the results, which I love. Yeah, they do those live readings of the results in each in each whatever they call it over there precinct or, oh, I think it's like constituency, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They come out. They all like stand like it's like it's like the Olympics. They all stand on the podium. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Democrats threatening Facebook to continue censorship or else. That's good. Oh, great. Classic. Yeah. Also, apparently it came out that NPR called Hunter Biden's laptop a non-story mm -hmm. because they had colluded with the FBI before the news broke to run damage control for them. Oh, my God. Of course. He, so here you have a taxpayer-funded, and I use air quotes, journalistic organization, right? Heavy air quote usage. Yeah. Running interference for the Bidens and the FBI. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We all we all know that there were yeah. elections. But now we have the evidence. Now we have it. <laughs> well, well, we knew there was election shenanigans with the vote counting and the you know, stolen election, this and that. This is the real rigging. Yeah. The, the censorship of that story... The shit that was going on behind the scenes, the Twitter, NPR, the FBI, I mean, the Bidens, this is Jim Baker, this is crazy. The, in the entire intelligence community. Yeah. Everybody. It was literally everybody. It was literally, it, it, it was the deep state doing their, their best. So. Another ruling, the United States Supreme Court, or no, the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit has halted Joe Biden's COVID-19 vaccine mandates for federal contractors. That's great news. Yeah. I Pretty think that's, that's it, right, Storm, in terms of... Um, yeah, unless they take it. I mean, for federal contractors in the military. Yeah, unless they take it to the Supreme Court. Yeah, the military one 
Yeah, because that, that was in the NDAA, right? That was in the... But we don't know if they will be reinstated. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, nor maybe do they even want to come back to the military after or the way that that went down. Especially with uh, Millie's uh, woke, you know. Oh, the military is out of control. We're going to have to go through all that again, probably, if they do come back. I wouldn't want to be subjected to that. Yeah, no. No, uh, the colonel, the colonel, Kurt Schlichter, wrote a great column yesterday for us on Town Hall about the Pentagon and the military and the woke bullshit and uh, very worrisome for the readiness of our forces going forward. You know, I mentioned that, I don't know, maybe six to eight months ago, how there's so many different factors with the military right now. You have the woke shit. You had the vaccine mandate. We lost our warfighters. All of the combat hardened veterans from Iraq and Afghanistan have retired. Recruitment numbers are way down. I mean, you could go down the list. We're going to be pretty fucked if we have to fight a real war. Yeah. And also, we have no munitions. We're giving them all to Ukraine. Oh, yeah, that too. That too. Is that in that omnibus too? I'm, I won't be sure. Oh, there's like another $38 billion. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, Zelensky's bitch whore wife was in Paris shopping, spending $40,000 at uh, designer stores. So I guess apparently she's got to look good while Kiev's getting bombed. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And Zelensky himself went on the Letterman show or some dumb shit like that that Letterman did um, because he's a psycho now too. (laughs) Um, And, uh, oh, and then you have Kinzinger tweeted... If NATO went to war with Russia, it'd be over in three days. I'm like, okay. Yeah. that That's the level of bullshit that worries me, is they're so overconfident of that. Um, yeah, overconfident of that. Totally, like, absolutely fine with nuclear World War Three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It would most certainly not be over in three days. And yeah. if it was, it would be because nuclear war broke out and the world was fucking finished. Exactly. I mean, it's ridiculous. Thank God he's gone. Although, I can't really say that because, you know, he's going to get a, a fat media contract with, like, you know, CNN or MSNBC, and he's going to be on our television screens until the day, the day we die. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. But I'm pretty uh, pretty happy that even though the new Congress kind of stinks, I'm pretty happy that the, the things that really happened were all the impeachment rhinos got purged and... Cheney and Kinzinger will be out of Congress. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She's going to run for president. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, she tried to use that select committee to like take over the Republican Party, which I thought. Yeah. Was... <laughs> um, a little bit of a fun segment here today before we wrap up with our Biden quote of the day. Uh, Stanford released their harmful language initiative report. Have you seen this? I saw that. I didn't get a chance to read it. I'm sure it was was outrageous. Here's the the list of problematic shit real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blind study. You can't say that. Masked study. No, you can't say basket case or addicted. You can't. uh, Hooked or devoted is the new addicted. I'm devoted. I'm devoted. I'm devoted to gambling. I'm devoted to meth. (laughs) I'm so devoted to my horrors. It's not even crazy. (laughs) Committed suicide. You can't say that anymore. You died by suicide. Crazy. Cripple. Nope. Can't say that. Uh, Let's see. Handicap parking. Nope. Accessible parking. Um, (laughs) Insane. (laughs) Is surprising or wild. 
Oh my god. Um, can't say mentally ill. Uh, no OCD. This is all ableist language, apparently. Um, well, what do you call someone with that then? No, so it's not to actually. It's it's to use it as an adjective. Apparently, is the problem. Oh my god. So, like, if I say. You know, so and so is mentally ill, but they're not actually mentally ill. Yeah, um, he's OCD about the honey on the stufula. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, retard can't say that anymore. Which you know, that's one of my favorite words. Oh, it's a great word. Retarded can't say that anymore. Spaz, nope. Uh, we heard that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. What else? Colonialism. Oh, that's a good one. Philippine Islands can't say that. Um, but that's what, yeah, it's, well, it's the Philippines or the Republic of the Philippines. So, um, it's the islands culturally appropriate, uh, bury the hatchet chief Geronimo low man on the totem pole on the war path. I use that all the time. <sighs> Pocahontas powwow too many chiefs, not enough Indians, <laughs> <laughs> uh, balls to the wall. This, these are the gender ones. These are the better ones. Mm. Balls to the wall. Ballsy. Chairman or chairwoman. Nope. Has to be chairperson. Congressman or congresswoman. Nope. Has to be congressperson, which is actually incorrect constitutionally. It's a congressman for everybody, regardless of whether they're a woman or a man. Gentlemen. Nope. Guys. You can't say guys. We already know that. Yeah. Have the balls to. Nope. Hermaphrodite. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> um, see. Policeman. Nope. No. Policewoman. Nope. That's assuming gender. Gender binary language. Can't have that. She-male. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Tranny. We knew that. I, I use that all the time. I don't give a shit. Um, you guys. Nope. Abort. Cancel or end. Nope. Can't have that. American. Indian giver. Nope, you can't say Hispanic anymore. It has to be Latinx. Um, <laughs> Oriental, definitely not. Um, peanut gallery. People of color, you can't say anymore. Now it has to be BIPOC. Uh, <laughs> BIPOC. Yeah. Straight. Can't say straight anymore because that implies that anybody who's not heterosexual is bent or not normal. That's like, oh, okay. Tar baby. I've never heard that one before, but apparently that's a difficult problem because this is a demissive term for black people. Oh, my God. The fact that they spent money coming up with this. Oh, master. You can't say master bathroom, master bedroom. Sold down the river. I use that one all the time. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll spend more time this last week because it's actually 15 pages. So we'll do an in-depth dive on that. Sure. Let's roll Biden's big story real quick here, and then we'll wrap the show. You know, I, uh, my dad, when I got elected vice president, he said, Joey, Uncle Frank fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He was not feeling very well now, not because of the Battle of the Bulge, but he said, and he won the Purple Heart. And he never received it. He never, he never got it. Do you think you could help him get it? We'll surprise him. So he got him the Purple Heart. He had won it in the Battle of the Bulge. And I remember he came over to the house, and I came out, and he said, present it to him. Okay, we had the family there. I said, Uncle Frank, you won this, and I went to peace. He said, I don't want the damn thing. No, I'm serious. He said, I don't want it. I said, what's the matter, Uncle Frank? You earned it. He said, yeah, but the others died. The others died. 
I lived. I don't want it. Okay, so he invented another false story about his past. There's no evidence that any of that is true, by the way. And if Trump had said that, can you imagine? Stolen valor. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, as usual, it's time for the shameless plug. We will be back here on uh, Thursday for our last episode of 2022 on Thursday. We're going to have next week off. We need a little break. It's Christmas vacation. Uh, but we will be here on Thursday for another episode of Trigger, day before Festivus, two days before Christmas. But right now we are running a special Christmas promotion. If you use the promo code Merry Christmas, it's Merry Christmas, 50% off VIP and VIP gold at townhallvip.com. You will get so much, you'll never believe it. You will never believe how much stuff you will get. So go to townhallvip.com, use the promo code Merry Christmas for 50% off. You'll get triggered uncensored. You'll be funding the work we do here. You'll get Matt's VIP stuff, Kurt, Katie, Spencer, the list goes on and on. You can also give the gift of VIP to someone you love. You can schedule delivery in advance. We got it all for you there. If you need any help, email me, triggered at townhall.com. We would love to have you on our team supporting us going into 2023. We're getting in the presidential cycle. We're going to be cranking over here, and we're going to have more triggered for you because we know you love it. So thank you to all of you who are VIP members. Uh, that means the world to us. We love all of you. We love all of our listeners. And we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.